Hola, hola. It's your girl, Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, queen, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. And I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach, a business mentor, a speaker, an author, and I am obsessed with women standing up, showing up, and creating their confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello. Okay, so... 40 years old now. My birthday happened. The extravaganza birthday bonanza situation that we did was amazing. We welcomed so many women into the sisterhood and into the startup squad. Um, We sold I don't know how many books. It was freaking incredible. The best gift I could ever ask for. I had a beautiful birthday with my gorgeous husband. I am 40. Woohoo! So grateful to be 40 years old. And I really don't believe that that's a number. I think we are so conditioned with what we think age is. I feel like I'm 25 years old, maybe 26 years old. Um, But yeah, it's amazing. It is so good to be 40. Um, I just want to give a big thank you and shout out to everybody from my team, all of my amazing community members, you, the listeners, for being here, for clicking links, for ordering the book, for supporting my work, uh, for joining our programs, for sharing this podcast. It was an incredible uh, birthday gift to be able to do that. Like That's how I wanted to celebrate my 40th, was to give... Uh, a celebration and an offering to you. So that felt amazing. I loved it so much. Maybe for my 50th, we'll do something like that again. Um, And now I'm 40. So I have to think about how do I want to spend my 40s? I hear that the 40s is very good. I'm no longer 30 in the 30-year-old, you know, whatever, ranking. (laughs) Now in my 40s plus. And it's going to be interesting because I hear that 40s can be really incredible. It can be where all the shit that you've been trying to do comes together. And then I hear that in your 50s is where you make your most money and are free and fulfilled. And who knows? We'll see. I will take you on the journey through my 40s. Um, But I just really wanted to say thank you. And I appreciate you so damn much. It is now the middle of 2023. And I will be running a workshop, a mid-year level up workshop. If you've listened to the podcast before, at the beginning of every year, Hamish and I, my husband and I together record this episode called Goals and Intentions 2023, Goals and Intentions 2022. We do a massive workbook. We basically share with you our process on the start of the year, how we begin the year what we do, our goals, our settings, our intentions, where we want to go, what we want to create, you know, our word of the year, all of the awesome stuff that we do to begin the year. And that is one of our most downloaded podcasts, one of our most downloaded workbooks on our website. So um, what I thought we could do is do a mid-year check-in, a little mid-year level up check-in. So if you did that with us, I want you to come to this. I'll share the podcast, sorry, I'll share the link in the next podcast next week. I'll share the link so you can join us. It's a free training. And we're going to pull up our workbook from the beginning of the year, pull up our notes, and we're going to go everything we said we wanted for 2023. Are we on track to get it? So that is going to happen. I'll share that link with you. I'll also share it if you're on my email list. 
Uh, if you are not, get your ass on my email list so you know about all the goods that are happening in our world. And I'll share it on Instagram, social media, everywhere so that you can attend this free mid-year level up and we can get on track. And if you're not on track, don't worry. We will get it realigned and decide now what do we need to do in order to complete the rest of the year so that you get what you want. So that is coming. I'm very excited. All right, let's get on with this week's episode, shall we? Hello, my friend. Welcome to the podcast. Today's podcast is something that uh, just came up for me in my life. I was watching YouTube the other day with my husband. And here in Australia, um, there was an accident, a really bad accident with a bus that happened and killed a bunch of people. And it was really tragic and really horrible. And being an, an American woman living in Australia, the news here doesn't really phase me. Uh, I think I am very numb to horrible news from living in the United States and all the crazy shit that happens over there. So, you know, I'm never really like shaken up about the news. But I saw this um, this bus driver who was driving recklessly and speeding, had 35 people in this bus. They had just come from a wedding. And it was a wedding party. It wasn't the bride and the groom, but like a lot of people from the wedding. And it was dark. I think it was raining. I don't know. But it was he was going really fast in a circular roundabout in Australia. There's a lot of roundabouts. And obviously, you're in a bus. You can't drive fast. And anyway, he tipped. And I don't think people had their seatbelts on. And 10 people passed away. And I was watching this like, you know, I, I don't know why it hit me. And I started thinking about this. And I'm very... I don't want to say I'm morbid about death stuff, but because my husband passed away um, and now I have two boys, two children, and I'm able to see the world from watching Gio pass away and that experience and watching his mother mourn her child and watching how that affected everyone around him and how that affected me, I have this totally different thought process around death. And it actually comes into my life a lot, into my day-to-day -day life, the idea of death. And the idea of the impact of death and what that has on other people. Um, not the one that's gone, but other people. And our feeling around death and how it feels in society. Our conditioning around what death is and, and how bad and sad and all of the things. And so I was watching this and I, I went to bed and I was like, oh, wow. Like it just, it stuck with me, that story about the bus. And and then the the days after they started releasing some of the people that were on the bus and there was a mother and, and, you know, mother and father, and they had young children that probably won't remember them, maybe, if they're very young, you know, your kids won't, don't remember, unfortunately. And, and then there was this other couple. And so these, these people that passed away on a bus started having faces and names and stories. And then I'm making up stories about who they are and what their families are like. And every night when I go to bed, and it makes me like emotional thinking about it, but every night when I go to bed, Everyone always asks me when I'm on podcast, what's your morning ritual? What's your morning ritual? And if you've been listening to my podcast, you know, your girl does not have like a morning ritual. Now I go to the coffee machine because we have a really nice coffee machine and it is great. Um, but like I got kids like we're making toast and doing lunches and shit is wild. I'm not meditating for two hours and journaling in the morning like your girl's not doing that. <laughs> I don't know who be doing that. But if you got young kids, you're not doing that. You could even get up at 5 a.m. But if they wake up, there goes your meditation practice. So I don't have a crazy morning routine. But I do have a night ritual that I do. And I know that I do this. I know that I do this because I've lost someone. I know that I do this because I value every second of breath, of air, of life that lives in my body, in my lungs, in my heart, 
I value every second. I don't fuck around with, you know, uh, I don't mess around with that shit. Like I value my existence and my life and my heartbeat a lot. So every night I go into my bed and my kids are in my bed. They're still sleeping with us. I don't know if they're ever going to leave our bed. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Those boys are in our bed all the time. Anyway, so my kids are in the middle. My husband's on the end. I'm on the end falling off the bed. It's a big bed though. So we're not falling off anymore, but we're doing this. We're going to bed. And I get in, I'm always the last person to get in because I take forever to brush my teeth. I just take my sweet ass time. And I think half the time I don't really want to go to sleep because I feel like I want to do all the things because I'm up late and then I'm up early because I'm an early riser and a, I'm a morning person and a night person and an afternoon person. So I wait, I get into bed and everybody's asleep. And I do this ritual where I feel like my husband from, you know, I stretch my body across and I feel my husband, his big old arms muscular husband and then I feel my little son Nava who always sleeps next to him and his curly hair and his little legs and his little feet and then I feel Raven who sleeps next to me and I feel his head and his breathing is in my face and his feet and Raven's feet he's eight years old now his feet are getting so big and it's just this ritual where I like I put my arm across my family and I breathe them in and I'm just so grateful that I have them it's like oxytocin filling my entire body. I can feel the love hormone. And then I just feel like my heart fills with gratitude for my life and my family. I'm just so grateful. And I know when I don't do that, that your girl is stressed out. That's another little side note. Anyway, so I really believe that I only do that because when my husband passed away and I sat with his mother and she mourned the loss of her child, her eldest firstborn son died. And he was a baby. He was a five-year-old. He was a 10-year-old. He was a newborn. She went through all of these experiences with her son. And then for him to pass away at 24 years old. And I go, I can't even imagine. Like that would be the biggest loss. I, I, I don't like imagining it. And I know I'm sure we'd, I'd be okay at some point in time. I would have to be. I'm a strong woman. I'm sure I can endure things. But going to that idea, I can't even fathom that shit. And so I have them. I have this opportunity to be with them and I, and I touch their feet and I'm like, and I breathe them in. And I went into bed, thought about the bus and then my crazy brain, I don't know about you, if you be doing this, but after COVID, I started losing fucking trust in humanity. I started really stressing about people's intelligence and how people were being and what governments were up to and what people were doing and how our world was wild. And I was like, I don't trust the world. I don't trust people. Uh, I don't want to leave my house and I don't want to be with the people. And that is not like my vibe, but that's what happened for me and my husband as well. We got worried about flying on planes. We got worried about being in, in just places with people. It got a bit wild there, right? For those two years. So shit just went crazy. So I got into my bed and I started thinking like, oh my God, my kids go on school trips in a bus. What happens if the bus driver's like tripping and driving fast? What happens if I go to school and I take a train and sometimes there's a bus thing and I have to get on a bus? And you know, like what happens if, and then my brain started just going. Like all these stress-inducing ideas and thoughts right before bed. Thank you. <laughs> Not the best time to think about this stuff, right? But I started thinking about all this and I was like, started thinking about myself and the work that I do and how I try to hygiene my mind and clean my thoughts and feel good about how I am thinking and question and inquire what's not serving me and end relationships and things that don't work for me and have boundaries and how healthy I can be with myself to look after myself and how I'm going. 
And I thought about, fuck, I do a lot of this work. I'm working constantly. I'm learning. I'm in school. I'm, I'm educating myself. And yet still, I will have these feelings before I go to bed at night. And then that got me into this thought process of you. Thinking about you and all of the listeners and all of the people that follow me on social media or download my podcast or follow me you know, on Facebook or subscribe to my email sequence. What about them? What goes on for them? How do they feel about death? How do you feel about death? How do you feel about dying? How do you feel about not being here? How do you feel about losing the people that you love? How do you feel about one day this all ending? And I don't know, right? But what if it all ends? And I thought, I want to invite you to think about the fact that you're still here right now. And that right now, at the point of you listening to this podcast, you're with me right now here. And if you touch your neck, you will feel a heartbeat, right? If you touch your heart, you will, you will go, okay, I'm alive, right? Like you're breathing, you're alive. And every day, 155,000 or so people do not wake up. Every day. And you're one of those people who did get up. You're here with me right now. And I go, if, if that's not fucking precious, I don't know what is. If that's not a gift, if that's not a miracle, if that's not gratitude, I mean, like, what else is there? And so it got me thinking that we wait for what? There is something that you want to do right now that you're waiting to do. There's something, a conversation that needs to be had that you're not having. There's an experience that you want to go have that you've put to the side and haven't had it. And I'm like, what are you waiting for? Like, stop waiting because one day you won't be here and you won't be able to do it. Or you'll be too old and you'll be on your deathbed regretting, like regretting that you didn't get the chance to do the things you wanted to do. Why? Because you were worried about what they were going to think. Why? Because you didn't want to disappoint your family. Why? Because you were thinking you weren't good enough and you couldn't do it. Because you second-guessed yourself. Because you didn't do the work on yourself to believe in yourself. Because you never spoke up. Because what? Like why? Because you didn't go for your dreams. That one hurts me. And so this bus thing that had nothing to do with me but everything to do with me and everything to do with you. I could have been on that bus. You could have been on that bus. These things happen every fucking day. Every day someone goes. Every day something happens that is unexpected. And that's the key here. You don't expect it. So if you don't know when your time is up, if you don't know when it's going to come for you, when you're supposed to leave, when your kids are supposed to leave, if we don't know this information, how are we choosing to live our lives? Thinking that we're going to get to 80 years old? Believing that we should, air quotes, get to 90 years old? Like, that's not a good bet. You don't know. I, Gio had no idea that that was his day. I had no idea. His mother definitely didn't expect for her own self to outlive her son. I don't expect to out, for my kids to out, like for me to outlive my kids. I hope that my kids make it till the end, right? As old as they can be. I actually hope I stay here till I'm 200 years old. So if I can merge with some AI at 120, I might even look at that shit because I want to see what happens in this world. Like, I don't want to go, right? But I might have to go early, early air quotes for me. I believe in divine timing and you're meant to go when you're meant to go. That's what I believe. That's just my own belief. That's not me telling you what to believe. But my belief is that we go when we're supposed to go. And we never know when that is. And we don't have any control over that. 
And so I'm like, there's something that you want to do right now that you're fucking waiting. Why? What if you don't have the extra time? What if you go for it and you get what you want and you start moving in the area in the direction of what you actually want to create for yourself? And why would you wait until it's the end or too late or you have a regret? Like, fuck regrets. We don't have to have them. One of my girlfriends, Bronnie Ware, I had her on the podcast, actually. She wrote the book, Top Five Regrets of the Dying. And it's wild that we read these books and that we, air quotes, know this. We don't know because knowing is getting the life experience of it. It could be just data. It's not knowing. I know it when I live it. I know it when I see it. I know it when I breathe it. That's what I know. And so if you are holding back in any area, not going for what you want, for a fear of bullshit, that one day when you're 90 years old, you're going to go, I don't even know why I cared about that. Nobody gives a fuck about if you have wrinkles or not. Nobody cares about your Gucci bag. No one gives a shit if you didn't have cellulite or your mummy tummy was gone after six weeks of birth. No one fucking cares about that. That doesn't matter how many followers you have. Doesn't matter. None of that shit is what you're going to go at 90 years old. I'm so happy that I got to 10,000 followers on Instagram. I'm so happy I got that bag or whatever, the BMW car. Nobody cares about that shit. You're not going to care about that. And so I guess this is a, a push, a nudge, an invitation for you to start thinking about what's truly important to you and what have you not been doing that you truly want to do. Because you never know if you will be on that next bus. You never know when you will not be here. Things happen all of a sudden. All of a sudden shit happens. And then for me, my friend, I think it's too late. Having Gio die like as horrible, horrendous, terrible, the biggest, to this day, the worst thing that's ever happened to me. To this day. Having that happen has completely transformed my fucking life when it comes to living completely it woke me up to life it woke me up to living and what that actually means what it means to live your life what it means to go for what you want what it means to have no regrets what it means to go all in what it means to play fucking life hard like you mean it some people have beautiful clothing in their wardrobe I wear crazy shit all the time because I'm like when I was a stylist people would wait for a special occasion oh I'll wear that on a special occasion I'm like uh is the fucking fact that you woke up and you're breathing, not special. Like that shit's pretty special if you ask me. 155,000 people every day do not wake up, do not wake up to life, to live. They die every day. And you're here, that's special as fuck. Wear the glitter dress, wear the sequins, wear the fucking Swarovski crystals on your nails. I mean, there's nothing more special than daily life, than air, than breathing, than being here when other people are not. And you don't know when your day is going to come. So your life is a special occasion. Today, I want to challenge you in this second as you're listening to me. Please, that thing that you want to do, write it down and put a date. When are you going to do it by? When are you going to quit the job that you hate? When are you going to start that business? When are you going to speak to that person that you want to date? When are you going to do it? When are you going to go for the thing that you want to go for? Because if you keep waiting, your time is coming and you don't know when it is. And I would implore you, like, please do not wait because you just don't know. We don't have shit is not guaranteed. And here's the thing. You go to a funeral. You watch some shit like that on TV. It starts to hit home. You leave a funeral different. You're like, wow, shit. You start reflecting on your life. But then if you forget and don't do anything about it, 
You go about your day as per normal, same shit happens until the next funeral or until the next death of a family member or close person. And then you reflect again and go, oh yeah, I got to change that. I'm asking you to do that now without having to attend a funeral, without having to have been on that bus or know somebody from that bus. And if you do know somebody from that bus, my condolences to them and your family. If you've lost someone recently, you, you feel how important and fresh this is for us to go for what we desire and to stop waiting because we don't know when our time will come. That's a big one today. I know that's a heavy one, but I wanted to invite you to think about that because it's going to happen whether we believe it or not, whether we like it or not, it's coming for us. So I hope you go out there and you set a date and you choose a thing that you are going to go for because you can. Okay? I love you. Have the best week. Thank you so much for listening. I freaking love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for your ears and your energy and your attention. Thank you for letting me into your world. And thank you so much for listening and tuning in to this podcast. There are so many podcasts you can listen to. And I deeply, deeply, for real, for real, appreciate you listening to mine. Do me one big favor, one big thing. Please share this episode or this podcast with a woman who you know needs to hear this. This is my mission on planet Earth to serve as many women as possible so that we could show up, stand up, speak up, and create the confidence and the life that we desire. I appreciate you, my love. I will see you on the next episode. 